Raisin Man Arena. Well, I was going to, I actually did want to start by saying, so we've started the show so far with what I, with the Looney Tunes dubstep, uh, which is a Looney Tunes song that becomes dubstep. And at the end (laughs) of the last show, Jake said, it's not dubstep. And we, and we were like, what are you talking about? And Jake was like, the, it, it would be hard to explain (laughs) <laughs> but the rhythms and the sound packages, it's not, or whatever, like the synth sounds, it's not, not it. dubstep. And I want to say right now, just get it clear, it's dubstep. Okay? <laughs> if it's electronic sounding, it's dubstep. You're going against Jake? Yes. Jake, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Jake is the official Raisin Man house DJ. So this is sort Look, of unprecedented for Felipe to act like this. Skrillex is dubstep. Avicii is dubstep. dubstep. Deadmau5 is dubstep. dubstep. Animal Collective is dubstep. <laughs> uh, James Blake is dubstep. It's all dubstep. Jake, what you have to understand is when Felipe first started getting introduced to music in 2011 and started dancing to stuff, he heard the term dubstep, dubstep. and it's stuck in his mind since. And every time he's animating or being on the computer and he wants to turn up, he just, uh, he listens, he types in dubstep into the internet and yeah. plays whatever, whatever comes yeah. up. A, a different cartoon I like and then the word dubstep. So maybe Spongebob dubstep. <laughs> It's funny, so what we were just hearing was El Chavo del Ocho dubstep And El Chavo del Ocho is It's a Mexican comedy show Very famous All across Latin America And so someone had taken the theme song And turned it into dubstep That's it? That's all I'm getting from you guys? That's pretty cool, yeah (laughs) I I wish I could have heard it I think I bet I would have liked it it. Felipe often in simple town meetings he'll often read a script that I've written or someone else has written he'll say could we make this into dubstep could we make a little this a little more dubstep we go Felipe we don't I don't think you know what that means I don't think you're using Mm. that term correctly and he goes no 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 all my favorite cartoons I just type them in and I put dubstep at the end yeah I think anything that lights me up can be dubstep a beautiful day Walking down the street, seeing an old friend. Yeah. Oh, so I was just reading the. I was just reading the chat. Someone said, "I don't want to laugh." Well, let me tell you this: you might get exactly what you want. Because <laughs> I think funny. we're we're all we're all on first gear right now. Yeah. Everybody's tired. Everybody's tired. It's a Sunday night. I'm a little good. nauseous, but we're gonna go on with. We're gonna do the show. Why are you nauseous? Why am I nauseous? I don't know. I just feel bad. I feel um clammy. Yeah, not to concern any of the yeah. I don't know what it is. COVID but, style? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Check I definitely had um what I thought was COVID toe a week ago, and it, it went away. If you guys know what that is, my toe hurt so fucking bad. I woke up at four in the morning, my toe hurting like shit, and I never felt anything related to this toe before. My third toe on my left foot. Um. And young people across the nation are experiencing toe-related symptoms, so I don't know. I don't know what that was. Was your toe red? Because when I looked up COVID toe, the picture was like a real red toe. It didn't look gross in any way, but it was like pink. So, Hmm. My verdict is you did not have COVID toe. Yeah, all right. My verdict, 
I'm doing telehealth right now. You didn't have COVID toe. You stubbed your toe. <laughs> Why would I have that? I guess it was a spider. Yeah. Probably. That's my verdict. Ha well, I'll say Next. this. Happy Mother's Day Next. to all of the mothers oh, yeah. that are listening. Feel better, I hope you're Sarah. having a really special day. Who Big told time. Someone told me to feel better. Thank you. Someone told you to feel better on the chat. Big time. Happy Mother's Day. You guys talk to your moms? I talked to my mom. I haven't talked to my mom yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Has she reached out to you? No, she hasn't. My mom's kind of... She, there's only like two times in the day where she'll pick up the phone if you talk to her. She has pretty busy days, so it's hard to catch her. Hmm. It's Sunday. What's she doing? Yeah. What's she doing? Well, she's got to... She work out? Pr she like, read? go shopping prepare the meals and stuff and take the dogs for a walk She's shopping every day oh well, on the weekends she... i think there's a lot of shopping to do what's she buying clothes uh you Shoes? know like cologne <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice beautiful summer dresses getting ready for summer you know ephemera i know Antique. i wish i was doing that stuff yeah your mom must be must have some nice fits Mm -hmm. Your mom must look great, dude. Yeah. Hey, l let me ask you this: Have you either of you ever gotten into like scents, colognes, perfumes? Sarah, do you wear perfume? Mm -mm. I barely even wear deodorant. I I just can't. I don't think of it. I definitely don't wear perfume. <laughs> you look like you don't wear deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> you little flower child. Yeah. I, I really can't. And when I smell like deodorant, I'm just like, what does that smell? Like all day long, it's like a, such a strange to be so like fragrantly scented. It doesn't make sense. Mm. Are you into cologne, Well, Sam? You, you also never exercise or sweat. So <laughs> I think that's also, you're free. I'm safe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, no, I, like I don't, I don't wear colognes, but this, um, you know, a, a girl I've been seeing, um, <laughs> She was like, All right. you should wear a cologne All right, I'm already sometimes. taking you to jail, friend. <laughs> yeah, what's this? I'm already taking you to jail, <laughs> friend. This? A girl you've been seeing? I haven't heard anything about this. A girl you've been seeing? No, no, no. This this stays off the podcast. <laughs> but, oh, you freaking brought it on the podcast, dude. But, I don't know but, anything about I'm this. calling but, in a drone strike she's, right she's now. She's really into sense, and I'm like, I'm no, calling I'm in an like... atom bomb. <laughs> I freaking block it, dude. I have I have the Star Wars thing that Reagan set up in the eighties. No, no you can't block the type that the Felipe missile, has. The missile detector. I have ten atom bombs. I have the in Star way. Wars thing. The Reagan no. thing intercepts them no. all. They cut the funding to that dude. They cut that. No, they cut dude, the funding I... to so to like food stamps and public housing. <laughs> so they can preserve that funding. Yeah. I'm That's dual... right. I'm dual wielding Uzis, and when I found out that you're seeing a girl, I just mow you down, bro. Bro, I'm invisible. I'm invisible, and I have the plasma sword, right? <laughs> Back the fuck nah, off. dude. What nah, I was dude. trying to get at was sense. Was sense. And I'm just like, I'm white, Protestant, you know, like family from Northern Europe. Like, I'm, I'm not wear. I don't wear like colognes and stuff, you know? Sure. That's all I'm saying. What is this rank, rank <laughs> racism and national essentialism? Mm. Felipe, you wear cologne because you're Latin American, right? I wish. The thing about it, I'd like to smell good. I like it when people smell good. But um, cologne's expensive unless you buy shitty cologne. Yeah. Yeah, I've been kind of tempted to buy 
Ariana Grande has like a signature scent. And like, I just feel kind of enraptured into her branding and her Instagram <laughs> platform and her posts and stuff to a point where I'm like, she posted enough that it's like in my head. And I'm like, I kind of want that. I think that's really worked on me. I can't tell if you're trolling. No, I mean, serious. Uh, it's like, it's a, it looks like a nice product. I like the advertising for it. And I like, lots of people seem to use it. I see it on Instagram all the time. So it's in my head. Do you know what it smells like? I have no idea. How could I know? <laughs> <laughs> someone's, I was gonna say someone's this about in front of you um, hold the phone so first off you say you don't like sense but then you tell me you like you're sort of attracted to the branding of like the most like femme yeah you don't seem like an ariana grande girl no i didn't even i didn't even register that she had become famous for a really long time and then like one day i feel like her name just kind of like came up in my consciousness is like that was someone who used to be on disney channel or nickelodeon or something and i was like and I think she's really famous now. And I like went to her profile and I don't follow her on Instagram, but I must check her account every single day. And in the times that I've been following her, she had like 140 million followers when I first started checking it. Now she has like 180 million. It's like who, those 40 million people, it's kind of unimaginable to me where they would come from. But it's I amazing. She's... Can't, I can't believe any of what you're saying. <laughs> I simply can't. You check Ariana Grande's Instagram every day? Yes, and I see. Why? I check how many followers she has, and I see what she's posting. But I don't follow it because it's. I don't want to. I don't need it in my feed because it's not. You know, it's not part of my community. But I am interested in what she's doing, and I like to know. Sarah, you're looking at you're looking at Ariana Grande's Instagram with more intention than any of your close friends. I mean, do That's you check true. on anybody's Instagram page? Every day, absolutely not. No, yeah, wow. she's a lot of intentional energy goes into it, but. Um, I was going to say about calling your moms. My, I had a family Mother's Day Zoom call right before this. Uh, and before I got on the call, my mom called me first to say, your brother's going to be on the family Zoom call. Can you tee up some questions to ask him? Um, because everyone <laughs> in the family only cares about like you and you living in New York and your comedy career. And no one, care, no one is going to ask about like him living in Baltimore or whatever. And it was just so funny to me that she said it because I was like, that's not even true. No one in my family gives a shit about my new york comedy life like nobody asks me anything and then we got on the call and like nobody asked me a single question i was on that call for like 40 minutes and i asked my brother what do you like to do for fun you know <laughs> what's your favorite Dang. color and ironically but, the the person your mom thought was the most at risk to not be asked a single question you asked him what his favorite yes. color was <laughs> and i asked him what he had for dinner last night Incredible. anything i could think of yeah incredible have you been have you seen like a crime or been the victim of a crime recently <laughs> like stuff like that just teeing yeah. up real softballs what's the question you wish no one would ever ask you i i asked him yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is it i always ask that <laughs> question at, ask at truth or dare <laughs> yeah. what is the question you wish nobody would ever ask you nobody would ever ask me. sam Do Come on, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you. I'll give me, I'm giving both of you twelve more seconds, and then I'm gonna, I'm know, gonna end fuck. the stream, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna quit comedy. I'm gonna quit. You know, it's it's um, it's it's hard to know what kind of podcast to make this because I had a joke in my head, but then I was like, 
no, that joke's not for this kind of a podcast. This would be mm-hmm. like for a kind of come town type cop podcast. Oh, but uh, then, let's um, hear that and then let's think about being that kind of podcast. I'm calling, I'm calling 10 more drone strikes. I cannot believe you. We don't know what kind of podcast this is, Sam. Ask I'm the a, question and we could go, we could go anyway. It's the beginning of a journey. I'm uh, okay. Well, all, all I want to say is I'm brave enough to tell people on my podcast what podcasts I listen to. I'm not a fucking coward like Felipe. Okay? Listen, to this, listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. At this point, you cannot do it. Tell us the joke that you were gonna say. What's the question you don't want anybody to ask you? Just to, but tell it uh, if you don't want to. If you don't want to embody it, say like this is what I was gonna. Yeah, say. Yeah, no, it, it was gonna be something. It was gonna be something like. Um, uh, do you do, do you ever think about uh, like sucking a man's penis or something oh, like that? Great, you know? yes. mm. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That would have been yeah. That's Honestly. funny. Stupid. <laughs> okay, so we can make jokes like that. Yeah, you can make that joke. Okay, cool. Because then you know, then I can kind of put that out there. I don't know. You're going to have to submit that one. You're going to have to submit that one for review. Wait, okay. Uh, let's just try it, try it again. Ask Felipe, ask me the question again. Do you want to just do another bit answer? Wait, how about this? How about this? Give me the funny answer because Kyle says that it was funny. So just say the, say the funny answer, but say it as if you were just going to say it. And then we'll see the reaction well, in well, real time. I've already... Okay, I'll, I'll do... Say it one more time. Yeah, yeah. Just feed me in again. Hold on. You want to you wanna tee up the question, Sarah? So now Sam is going to answer... He's going to answer with his funny joke. He's going to do the funny joke to the answer. question. The, this is a question that Sam wishes no one would ever ask him, but he just told a task, and now I'm going to I'm gonna flip the script, and I'm going to ask it to him. Um, right. Sam, do you ever think about uh, sucking a man's penis? Yes. <laughs> keep going keep going i want to see more of this bit sometimes when i wake up in the morning before i even touch my phone or open the shades of my window i think about sucking a man's penis oh god hmm. what do you think about it oh my god <laughs> um i think about um Wrapping my lips around I'm it. I'm going to close this one off. <laughs> Porgy, Porgy Pig's going to appear on the screen and say, that's all, folks. I'm bringing Porgy Pig in. No, uh, I think that's a pretty funny answer. Thank you. Thank I think you. the question wasn't that funny. I think the answer saying yes is, is funny. Is that made me laugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's funny. Well, it's funny to think of a person who's scared that, that someone would ask them that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you wish um, you what sarah what do you wish that nobody ever asked you i don't know it's hard to, to think because i have to think like well what's something that i don't want to talk about or i don't want people to know about um and then make and up you're a an question open book. i'm a pretty open book i'd you're say an open book sarah i don't know i don't know i'm trying to think because i'm like well what's but there's stuff there's stuff i don't want to talk about but i really don't want to talk about it so that's why i wouldn't i wouldn't say it but we have this podcast it puts me in a tough position do you have one felipe a question that i wish nobody would ever ask me i don't like it when people ask me trying to think uh felipe can you do the dishes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! 
Got him, oh, folks. Roast him on the pod. <laughs> you know, that would be funny if it weren't for the fact that I do do the dishes very faithfully. It's true, but I'm trying. To I'm, me, tr- I'm trying to get you the whole nine yards, which is just you got to take the food and put it in the trash can. That's the final uh, step. Yeah, yeah, and, then, and then also, and then also, little food trap. Uh, that's exactly. normal. That's normal. And, Sam's and then dry. Crazy. T- take take the stuff that's in on the drying rack and put it away. That's the other. That's the final frontier. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that. I can think of a few things that I need to happen before I do that. <laughs> Sarah, yeah. if if you lived We're with us, I, I, it's true. We are a good roommate team. All in all, it's good. I, the mo- the happiest Felipe and I are, I think, is oftentimes in the morning when we're both kind of quietly doing our thing. Um, but we're making coffee in our separate coffee um, little devices. We each have a different way of doing it. And then we're just uh, sharing tweets with each other and giggling mm. and then going to our desks and mm. working diligently. Yeah, it's nice. Look wow. at this. The zoom background makes it so that when the spoon enters, it's it's by itself. Is that something? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's something. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm losing it. You know, it's like we we don't get to be on stage anymore. All we do is just we're holed up on our computers. You know. Yeah. We've lost it. Do you guys miss we've having the it. attention? I started missing performing like recently. I was like not I wasn't missing it that much. I was like okay, but then I thought about I thought about like performing and and I got sad that I can't do it. Hmm. I don't know what it was. Something I just had a memory of like a fe- the feeling during a show or something and um you, you, what? F- Fleeway, you miss it being like 6 p.m. on a Wednesday night and being like, I have nothing, dude. I have nothing. And like grabbing the six props that you have under your bed and biking to Ladies Who Ranch open mic and doing some bit where you're fucking the Statue of Liberty holding a baby. <laughs> With a bald cap. Yeah. With a bald cap on. It's true. No, I mean, Mike's like all that stuff I'm glad we don't have to do anymore. I'm glad we're not like... We're yeah. not open micers anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're no longer open. We're something we're something lower than that. Pre emerging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're something lower than that. But we are BuzzFeed's number fifteen must listen to genius improvisers. Yeah. Big time. Watch us yes and each other. Yeah. I sent that to my mom. I don't think she really know how to take like what the significance <laughs> of that article was, which is I don't know either. So. I don't like know either. 12, I don't know how to Twelve hundred people on the stream tonight. It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Uh, we we're the we're the biggest podcast in New Zealand right now. <laughs> well, I've had. I think that I feel that about everything. You know, I've my like my cartoons have been written up on on different sites, and like once that happens for the first time, you realize that being written about on a website, like. It's just some person who like, you know, who like writes for like what's essentially like a blog, but, you know, has more resources, but it's like friend or like friends right. of ours, you know, a friend who's 
I don't know. I, I never know how to like communicate whether or not it's cool. But I guess that's just the that's just what press is like, right? You realize that it's stupid and meaningless, but from the outside, it looks like impressive. Sure. L let me ask. It's not meaningless. Do do we, any of you guys routinely check blogs? Absent of anything, like like you're like, oh, I wonder what the fifteen best podcasts are right now. <laughs> I never open Buzzfeed. You, I never go on you, Buzzfeed. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I really don't. Yeah. I don't know anybody who does that. No, I don't even know. Like, how do I decide a TV to watch? I just wait till it's like already in my head that I already knew I wanted to watch it. I don't know where it comes from, but not from reading anything. <laughs> <laughs> from tacitly taking in the images yeah. of the world around you, exactly. Sarah. <laughs> just absorbing the culture and the zeitgeist through my skin. Yeah. But I definitely you, don't you, fucking read. You look at Felipe's background. And then you look at the um, something, you realize you've lost your keys to your apartment and you <laughs> think, I should watch Lost tonight. Yeah, exactly. You know what I thought when I saw we had gotten rid of that article? I was like, oh, now I can like make a website for myself because then I can have, put a link on it. <laughs> it's the front page. <laughs> the front page is finally the, the time. article. Then <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a website of any sort. Yeah. Sarah, you should put up that damn sizzle reel of you in different pod, uh, different um, documentaries. Post that to my main. My main account's my Finsta now because now I have a professional account and that's my main Sarah Wilson E. If you don't follow it, how many followers yeah. do you have on your on your more official account? Eighty. <laughs> and I, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, you flip the script. Your Finsta, your Finsta is your bigger account. Yeah. Yo, Sam and I. Sam and I went to the Twin Towers today. To the Twin Towers yeah. Memorial. Talk about a Finsta account. Wow, that <laughs> must have been really special for you guys. Yeah. They had a lot of policemen around there. Like, they thought someone was going to try something. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is interesting. Wow, did you like it? Did you leave a little note or a flower? Mm, no, mm. I thought about it was. Where I was on that day. Mm. Where were you? I was you? in. I was in Connecticut. You go first, Felipe. I don't want to take this anecdote from you. Where were you? Damn, you've set me up for something I can't deliver on. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Argentina. I was I in. I was, I was in one of the planes. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a control room in Washington D.C. No, I was in Argentina. <laughs> And um, I was playing the Star Wars pod racing Nintendo 64 game. And I remember when, you know, we like went in to look at the footage. I think because all I knew about the United States were action movies. I really didn't get what the big deal was. I was like, oh, that kind of thing yeah. just happens in the United States. That's just like an action movie. <laughs> yes. I thought that's why I thought the same thing. Even as a, an American kid, I was like, even so, as an American, you thought, yeah, that kind of stuff happens in New York. That's New York just, for you. They're just setting the scene. City. Yeah. This is just Act One. This is just the inciting incident that gets the character to to go back into the police force out of exactly. out of out you of just, retirement. You just imagine a New Yorker looking up at the Twin Towers and going, "That's New York. <laughs> that's New York for you." The city that never sleeps. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's the being American thing, but it's also was like being six years old. You're like, 
I don't know what's normal, what's not normal. What, the planes never hit the buildings? Seems like they would hit them sometimes. Why would that totally. be so hard to believe? Yeah. You'd, be surprised to, you'd be surprised to find out that planes never hit buildings. Yes, exactly. That's not the norm. Exactly. Well, I, I was not allowed to watch television. Um, and during this moment of crisis, national crisis, we were allowed to watch the television. So we turned on the TV and we started Sam didn't, watching Sam the didn't news. Find out about, Sam didn't find out about 9-11 until there was a New Yorker article written about it. <laughs> yeah. It was a 10-year anniversary. Yeah. Until, until a bard came in and sang a poem about it in my house. Um, <laughs> no, but we started watching it on the TV. And then my brothers and, and sisters and I got really excited about flipping the channels and seeing what else was on the television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, yeah. You were just like, shit, like now we can watch tv yeah yeah we, we were really excited yeah because there'd be times when my parents would leave the room and come back in and stuff Whoa. and it was a little bit like getting ice cream for breakfast and watch your little simpsons reruns or whatever exactly you know, my my dad's an airplane pilot and apparently one thing that airplane pilots do is that they do um simulators so literally as a way of like training and and like keeping your license or whatever you do like you know windows flight simulator except that you do it inside of a huge thing that's that like a huge room that recreates an airplane does that make sense what i'm saying like you play a, a airplane video game inside of like an airplane um amusement park ride and that's mm -hmm. a thing that pilots have to do every once in a while and he said that when the towers crashed he got a call from one of his colleagues who was like the colleague was like isn't it funny that when we play simulator at the end of when we're done to just to kind of fuck around we also smash into the twin towers wow <laughs> like that's a thing that wow. they would do just to, just to mess around that's really funny wow how could you and resist they, yeah and they have they had the twin towers in the simulator well yeah because you they're the 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 maps like recreate uh, airports that you would actually land in so i guess they they probably they probably did Damn. yes and in 2001 they had like a 3d simulator that had the twin towers in it i guess so that's what fully cool. based positing yeah but... that's what i'm saying yeah dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool no i don't i don't not believe you i just think it's like uh pretty incredible you know you for know what 2001. i don't believe i always thought that if the plane was crashing that i had heard this allegedly that they released like the a, a, a gas that relaxes you <gasps> what i Have thought you were about to troll me by doing my stand-up bit about airplane speeches oh. oh i wish i could remember what it is what's your Wait, tell no say this shit i had not heard i'll about say this. my thing I always thought that I was certain that this was true that when when the this air mask come down you're breathing in um like a type of a form of oxygen that like relaxes you automatically because they that's people... that's an emission impossible movie that's an emission maybe that's how i know it and i absorbed that diaphanously yeah the way i get all my information but i thought that that was true and then i found out recently it's not true that they allegedly they don't they don't gas before uh you crash and i think that's insane why they wouldn't do that i mean especially considering that people are going to be dead anyway and it doesn't matter but then i guess it doesn't matter whether they return as customers so why add anything to their experience but just you're right about that yeah 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 why i always thought that w w when the plane when the plane's gonna crash the pilot has to come on and give a little speech 
Yeah. All right, Sam. Uh, this I'm, is Sam. I'm pitch. calling in a squad. I'm calling in. A, <laughs> I'm calling in an operator squad to take you out. <laughs> What's the joke of it? What the speech is? That's funny. Bin Laden style. I'm gonna take you out, <clears throat> Bin Laden style, dude. Yeah, come and get me, buddy. So, so Sarah, you you saw that Mission Impossible thing, and then and then you were like, huh. I guess I should um I guess I should watch Big Little Lies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel the same way about seeing Mission Impossible is like, what movie were we talking about last time where I was like, I thought oh, The Matrix. I thought I had seen The Matrix, but I guess I hadn't because I don't remember any part of what happened in it. <laughs> so, I I don't know. Maybe I've seen Mission Impossible. Difficult to say. Huh. You know what's you know what's in the place of the twin towers? What? Two giant squares that are pools. Hmm. And you can just go swim in them. <laughs> hmm. And they're as deep as the towers were high. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. They're as so deep as the towers about... were high. Yeah. How tall? And they every really day high. and every day people will get in their work clothes and then they'll jump in the pool and swim to the floor that they used to work at are you following me yeah are you following mm -hmm. me so there are mm -hmm. pools where the twin towers used to be which are as deep as the towers were high are you following me every morning mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. get in their work clothes okay you following me so far maybe they wear flippers mm -hmm. or something and a snorkel mm -hmm. and things like that but they're wearing a suit otherwise and they go to the place where the Twin Towers used to be and they jump in the water and then they swim to the floor. Oh, the logic is getting fucked up here because if they used to work there, they wouldn't... But they weren't there that day. There's all these people that weren't sure, there Sure, they day. weren't there, exactly. The people who weren't there, they swim to the equivalent of the <clears throat> floor. Uh... And they do what we used to call, and you're not supposed to say this, I think, but we used to call it an Indian tea party where you sit cross-legged in the pool and you pretend to... Exactly. But yes. with their and colleagues from the, it, that floor. And they go and they go to the they go to the floor that they used to work at and then they do an Indian tea party at the floor they used to work at and then they do a 9 to 5 there. But that that all um that all stopped in um in 2011 when an underground subway came and hit. Yes. Oh, that's yes! right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ten years. Ten years after the planes yeah. hit. And the you know and, and you know what they built as a memorial to that? What? Two towers. <laughs> mm, as tall as the pools were deep. So yeah. I correct yes. what I said earlier. There are but now you know two else? twin towers there. As it a memorial to, to a different thing. Go on. They had to get people from all around the world to donate the, the pool nets the sticks to build big enough yes. ones to reach down and scoop all the people out which was moving to see yes. how people responded so quickly to the call well, yes yeah it was very haunting on the on the on the day of of september 11th 2001 to see people jump off the buildings and fall to their death as the towers were burning but equally as haunting to see people when the subway swim upwards hip swim swim up where it flowed to the top yes flow to the top 
Finally! <laughs> Finally! We came across a bit. Uh, Let me tell we you. started like, with that. All right, let's start the, the podcast. One of the funniest bits we've done. Improv. So incredible bit. <laughs> Every moment of it. Gripping, funny, clever. If only we had started out with that, we'd be number 14 on that BuzzFeed list, my friends. We'd say, welcome to Rage Command. And ladies who rage, we get pushed down to 15 underneath us, but not not today. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, and folks, that, that's what pays off to just keep exploring an idea. You know, Felipe had the wisdom to say, to, you know, to double down on the reflecting pools idea and then to just describe, start describing what one would do if indeed there were towers as deep as the original towers were high, but in the ground. And just by, by simply digging and digging and digging into the bit, you, you eventually find gold. I think that's the takeaway to have from this one, you know, yeah. just don't move on to a different topic. And to be calm. Yeah. Keep calm and explore the bit. Yeah. Very cool. Carly um, says that her mom used to work at the World Trade Center, but she quit before. Wow. So Carly's mom would be one of the people that would have to, to maybe have to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Let me ask you, Carly. What did you expect out of saying that? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Well, Carly's waiting. Um, let's go around and say... Who who we're most excited to uh, sleep with once this is over? Mm. <laughs> Did somebody ask that? No, I'm I'm asking that. Bliss <laughs> is texting me that the stream is super laggy on his end. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm getting a little error message. Let's see. I mean, who knows? Let me see. Who knows? I we mean, got, our me... internet is crapola. People I'm going to sleep with next, it always starts with people I slept with uh, before already, and then I circle back, and I yes. sleep with them again. In the yes. meantime, can, can you ask Bliss if at least the sound is, like, okay? Yeah. Who I'm trying to sleep with? Yeah. He's saying it's just, like, choppy, and the video audio is coming in and out. Well, that's a total nightmare. That's oh the whole thing. God. If it's oh the video God. and the audio, then there's we have enough. I mean, there's a, the, the stream only has two components. On one hand, video. On the other hand, audio. Well, okay, exactly. well, Bliss says this. Well, he has a solution. He's not just somebody who comes and has a problem. He says, Felipe needs to lower his output quality. But I know that that's, that probably hurts you. And you take that Let's hard. find out. Let me Felipe see. Felipe likes to have a high quality thing. How do I, uh, how am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? Wow, it's my worst nightmare. Hmm. hmm. Let me see. So I'm gonna sleep with the, I'm gonna, everyone I've slept with before again once. I'm gonna stop I'll... recording this. You guys are recording your uh, audio. Yeah. Are yeah. you? Do you feel like it's okay? So I'm gonna stop recording. So let's find out if once I stop recording, um, that gives us a little bit more. I think our in <gasps> our internet's just shitty. That's all. Damn. You know, today, I th I'd say today's a sunk cost, but I think it's good. You know, we're learning every day. Sunk cost? What does we're that just, mean? Like, we're, we're, dropping we're not going to post like it? We're dropping frames like crazy. We're dropping frames like crazy. Oh, yeah, Felipe, Alex telling Felipe that he has to lower the quality of the audio output is is like in those movies when 
the the hero is told how they have to save the city and they and they say you can only save the city but you have to kill the uh, your mother or like a person very near and dear to your heart and then the hero has to make a moral decision about what to do so what are you mapping this onto i'm mapping the sacrifice that um you have to make in lowering the audio quality is like that trope in movies or in books huh. where a hero has to sacrifice mm-hmm. a loved one in order to save the city did you guys you know? like the harry potter books i don't think any of us read them what do you mean you don't think any of us read them i read them <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you know about what i read <laughs> i don't know Fuck you know I, I don't think anyone been reading. No, I don't think anyone has any one of us think, read them. I don't think anyone has read them, dude. I don't believe that. I don't think so. Because I'm always talking about that thing about how if Harry Potter wasn't the chosen one, then Neil Longbottom, <laughs> Nevin, Nevin, <laughs> he would have been the secondary chosen one. You don't even I, fucking know what you're talking about. <laughs> you haven't read them. <laughs> I didn't read them, and I didn't think it was gonna come up because I didn't think any of us read them, and I thought we knew we weren't gonna read them. No, I read them all. Harry Potter. I, what? I listened Damn, to them on tape. Them. What the fuck? You never yep, read Harry Potter? I to them all on tape. No. Wow. Per- well, if what, I, about, if I'd known... what about um, Series of Unfortunate Events? I read the, I read those. Man, that was a fucking blue ball disaster. That The ending of those books does not pay off a single thread that they start in that. Huh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. It really, it, yeah. really, it really kind of loses. It loses the plot. Yeah, it didn't need. It should never. It should have gotten canceled if it was a TV show. It would be better. Um, but they had to finish writing it. All right, Bliss says What's it's he unwatchable saying? for me, but maybe it's an issue on my end. Sorry <sighs> to interrupt you. Maybe check with someone else. Okay. Listen, who, who else wants to check with us? If you're out there on the Twitch stream, if you're one of three people watching this, tell us if tell us if we're dropping so many frames that you can't watch it. But if you can watch it, I'm gonna say this: if you can watch the stream. Bliss, I'm looking at you. You're done. All right? You're making us mm. nervous. No and one's responding, so that makes me think that. Either no one's watching or it's okay. Or it's not, or they've stopped watching. Or they can't even hear what I'm saying right now. Mm. The, I'm, I'm coming one, for you, Bliss. What's up? One, huh. person's, one, one person's the head of BuzzFeed. The other person's the head of Vulture. No! The last person is the, ed- the editor of Reductress. All three. Is it too glitch to watch? Says Satan Wilson. Oh, thank you. Um, who else? Say the say all the say all the nine all the publications that are watching us. Nylon, this magazine, Pace, this magazine, Refinery Twenty Nine. Too glitchy um, for me, says Mom Grab. Oh my God! Oh, Julia, thanks for watching. I oh liked the video God. you put on Instagram Too today. Too glitchy sorry. for me. Too glitchy for me. You know, I don't. Oh, I, I don't know what you know. What is this about output quality? I don't. I don't think there's really like any output quality. I can. Uh, let me find out. You guys keep keep it moving. Keep it moving. You guys keep talking. I'll keep can I? I'll tell my story about my day yesterday. <laughs> With saving this, this is my great story. Um, yeah, please, please. Yeah, I've been having like a shitty time making uh, content quarantine besides obviously this fucking sick-ass podcast that we do and then my other very good podcast. Um, but I promised my stand-up comedy club from college that I would uh, 
originally that I would host their spring show. And when they asked me to do it, I was like, yeah, that sounds good, but I've done it before. So I was like, oh, can I, can I co-host it with like Mike Kandel? He was also in the club and he's a comedian. He'd love to do it. And they were like, yeah, sure. Um, but we're not paying you twice as much. We're only paying you like $150. And like, you guys are just going to split it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, it was not really a big deal. I have to go all the way to Pennsylvania anyway. And like pay for the bus and pay for somewhere to stay. And like all these costs that are not going to be covered. Um, <clears throat> and then the show gets canceled. And then they ask me if I'll make virtual videos for the online thing. Um, they're doing like an online version of the show. And again, I was like, yeah, okay, fine. I'll do it. Um, but can I co-host it still with Michael Kandel? And they were like, yeah, but, but we're not going to pay you anything and we're not going to pay him either because all of our assets are frozen. Um, and I just think it's, it was funny to me that they kept bringing up this issue of like not being able to pay me because I'm like, you have so little understanding of like the way that my life works. Like I'm 25 years old. I have a part-time job. Kandel works for like an illicit tutoring agency in Chinatown that's like totally off the books. He's off the books of like their, their whole thing is like totally fucked and it's disappearing because of coronavirus like the company probably won't exist and they owe him thousands of dollars so the whole thing the idea that we would think we could like make money off of doing the show is funny to me because obviously i neither of us have like any wherewithal to make any money but so we end up like shooting these videos yesterday and we get all these alumni to be in it together and everybody just has like so low energy and when they find out like no one's getting paid to do it they don't feel they're like why are we even bother doing this um and i just make this like awful 20 minute long cut of uh, us all just like talking and do riffing together to send to this like 19 year old who was like so excited to have us do it. And in the end, and I just felt like so embarrassed by it because I was like, oh, he, I was trying to do something nice. And I just ended up making this like ridiculous product for him that I was like a week late on submitting. And then he texted me today and he just says, it's amazing. I love it. And I just felt I was overwhelmed with like relief that this just be over. Oh, and, like, nice. The, yeah, do you think do you think they actually did like it? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> it it would have been really funny if you had like come down with the hammer. Like you submit this like 40 minute piece of bullshit that's like really low energy. And then you're like, yeah. And I actually I actually am going to need to be paid as well yeah right <laughs> like, and they watch the video and it's like four friends yeah. talking and no one making <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, you can't use that dude you have to send that back you, you can't use this. yeah and i just felt so dumb and i was like is life just gonna feel like this forever just like making content and being like i don't know is this something is this can you use this or like is this just shit i'm trying to think of like the last time i ever made something that i was like I'm certain that this is like a value and I don't really know when it works. Hmm. Is it working, Felipe? Uh, I could, I think Sarah, your, when you opened for Edie's show, I think that was a real coronation of sorts. Aw, thanks. I, I'm supposed to have a tape of that. If I can get that tape, I can start a website and I can put this BuzzFeed link on it. And then I'm going to be freaking opening Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you, you press, you press the like menu bar at the top of the website and the two headlines below it are BuzzFeed article, <laughs> tape, ED tape, and you can click one or the other. Guys, what's going on? Guys, let me just say... <laughs> Today's the worst day of your life? It's just not going well. First off, you know, I, f- I feel like I'm bombing. Absolutely bombing. Second off, our loyal followers, these people that have watched f- f- for now 45 minutes with what I assume has been consistently glitchy sound and image, 
so so um, famished for 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 the image of our face and the sounds of our voices. So famished these people are that they've sat through what I can only assume looks like a a PowerPoint, uh, a, 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 a PowerPoint <laughs> yes. of us talking to each other. Mm. To no avail. There's no solution. There's no solution. This mm -hmm. is it. And even if they could hear it, you know. And even if they could hear it, and they'll find out because you know the this you know. Oh no! We'll the, still be the releasing podcast this will episode. still release. <laughs> shit, the quality, sh shit. But um, but I still think we can pull it together. You know, a lot of so often if you watch sports, you know, you think they're done. You know, end of the whatever quarter. Um, I guess there's four. End of the fourth quarter, they're losing. But you can pull it back. So I think we can still. We can still turn this into a home run if we focus, but I don't. Mm. I, I'm not convinced that the video or the sound is going to be any different than what it's been. If it's glitchy, look, I want you to watch. And I'm sorry that I came for you, Bliss. You alerted us to a real problem. Yeah, so watch, no one else was brave enough to say. Where was everybody else? I mean, there's ten people watching this, and the only guy I'm hearing from is Bliss. I mean, it's true. You're right. Fuck you, Seth Simons. You fucking piece of shit. You didn't let us know until someone else spoke up. I you bet you're fucking bastard. About this, yeah, on your newsletter saying. Oh, what if Seth wrote a letter? What if what if BuzzFeed best fifteen comedians Seth Raisin Man Arena podcast disappoints and did shocks. not be on that list? Yeah, did not belong. <laughs> Raisin Man Arena podcast needs to die now. <laughs> That would really, that would really hurt. Oh, that uh, would be incredible. We get can't, we get yeah. canceled by Seth Simmons. Yeah, Simon. Wait, Simons, yeah. fuck. Because <laughs> we talked about last week. So, see, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm striking out all day today. Yeah, I know. Maybe I'm not to talk about this, but Seth is going to be writing an article. I think that will be criticizing one of my favorite comedians, and I'm going to turn on him when he publishes that because I'm going to. That's going to hurt my feelings. I don't like that. And I know a lot about him, and I'm going to post it all on the web, on Medium. Yeah, just out, Seth. There's a lot, yeah. of, there's if, a lot if, of log dogs looking for the red meat. Yeah, out there. Sarah, Sarah if if you and Seth starts start getting on a Twitter fight, I'm not going to know who to retweet and whose posts to like. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so I might I might do both. Shit. I'll be kind of like Switzerland. I'll yeah. retweet Seth's, and I'll say good point here, and then I'll I'll like one of your posts, and I'll retweet it, and be like. This slays. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going back and <laughs> forth. You. Yeah. Something funny to me about um the the only funny thing about Seth having haters is they're always making fun of him for liking birds and like Seth really does like birds and they got him right there and there's no two ways around it. Wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. Why and Sarah? Why are Sarah and I gonna fight? I couldn't hear that part. Says Seth. Amazing that. Let's see how many people. Eight people. We've we've had our we've had our eight people, and they're still listening, even though clearly they can't hear a word we're saying. <laughs> Why this would you guys better. fight? This is better. This is like oh, this is he, like because you're coming. We're oh, behind. Yes. Sorry, go. Uh, it's this is a little bit like what media was like when like behind the iron curtain in like the seventies and eighties, where you kind of steal television shows from the West. Um, but they would only come in intermittently and you'd have to smack on your TV screen in order to get the like lethal weapon two or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 
I'm gonna be yes. I'm gonna be yes. I like to affirm. I like it. Yes. No, keep going. Yes. Keep going. Yes. We'll keep exploring the idea. We'll keep exploring um, the idea. My grandpa made this joke on our family Zoom call. He said, um, "I went this. I went for my um to buy my monthly alcohol uh <laughs> quantity. I don't know. I only think how he said it. Uh, oh, I went to buy my month's supply of alcohol today for the third time this week." That's nice. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice, I... Grandpa. Do you think he wrote it? No. He's big on the chain mail, on the internet email chain mail stuff, though. So. Well, where it's like, oh, a girl with no eyes is going to show up to your house if you don't send this to all your closest <laughs> friends. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, but it's like 15 funniest jokes about like people at Walmart. You know, like that's his real niche. Uh, mm. thing. But it's funny because it's very much in conversation with like meme culture and internet sharing culture kind of stuff, but just in his own at his own pace. He has a Yahoo email. Yeah, that's so have funny. You, have you guys been keeping up with like Brad Trammell's like essay, little like Instagram essays about meme culture? Thousand percent, dude. Yeah, he's my. I turned to Brad from Alley. You need to tell me who to vote for already. <laughs> <laughs> he's my leader. Any good insights? He was saying, and Sarah, just kind of jump in. We can kind of co-build this together, right? But he he's been saying how meme, the art world has sort of left left like m- mainstream culture and and kind of visual culture behind, and because. Uh, like artists now just have to like pander and make work to like you know like a a global elite and to like warlords and tax evaders and stuff and that like everything in the art world claims it wants to do like uh build like be inclusive have diversity build on like a a a visual culture that like includes lots of different people um respond to current events be relevant these kinds Mm -hmm. of things is is actually describes like meme culture and that yes. the art world is is nothing near that. That's right. I'm trying to pull up on my phone the post you're talking about because a lot. Um. And then he has a, a, another concept that he's been talking a lot about called, um, not what's it imitation, recurrence theory, recurrence imitation practice, recurrence station. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> station where artists artists are encouraged to just make the same kind of work over and over again because that's what will allow them to sell artwork rather than make like new things. I did uh, hear him say that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's always been that way. No, you know, it's like I had a I had a teacher in art school, and he said to me, he was like, he said, because I was in his class, I was doing a lot of different stuff. And he said, he goes, you know, the artist that only paints red dots, and that's the only thing that the artist does, that artist has an advantage, yes, because the art, because there's something legible to the art world about the fact that they only paint red dots. They become known as the artist who paints the red dots. Um, that's an advan- That's a kind of advantage that they have uh within the in the in the capitalist system and he said however that artist what's that meme 
That's the repetition one. mindset is what he calls it. Oh, I like that. Keep going. Yeah. But he said, he said also, the audio is still choppy. Worst day of my life. Uh, want to become yeah. famous? Buy followers. Get the fuck out of the. I, we got someone offering us to buy followers. Get the fuck out of there, you fucking piece of shit. We got written up on BuzzFeed. We're the best fucking podcast in the world. Get the fuck out of there. Fuck, you're done, bot. Seth Simons fucking posted about us on his on his Instagram story. You fucking piece of shit. Our audio is fine. We're not dropping frames. You fucking asshole. And the people Go that watch. we do have, the eight people we do have, are extremely reliable. They'll watch it no matter whether they can see or hear anything. They're sort of spiritual. Go fucking way. watch Pod Save America. You 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 bastard. And he said thank the, you to our list. The yeah. artist that only paints the red dot also has an advantage. In that this artist knows something about red dots that nobody else knows. They have achieved a, an understanding about a red dot that only they have. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I do. I don't, I don't know if I believe that. But I do. Why would that be so? Damn, imagine if you what? only painted red dots. <sighs> Damn. Whack-ass art right. practice. Yeah, did you guys see the documentary The Price of Everything that's about like how art gets valued? And no, what's the what's no. the big thesis? That if art um, painting is pretty, it, it makes the most money? The thing that was like the crazy... Well, it was like uh, art only became valuable the way that it is now in like this current market, like starting in the 1960s when people were um, making pop art. And that was also when... Uh, real, like uh, investment advisors first started telling people to invest in artworks as like a way to you know preserve their value of their capital um and it, you can just like, trace it back to then but what i thought was the most interesting thing about it was they talk about how uh you're sort of unlucky if you're like uh, an early career artist who gets like too hot too fast and people buy up your work for a lot of money and then your value can crash really suddenly um and then your work is like worthless and that that's all just completely out of your control obviously it has nothing to do with the quality of your work or like the trajectory of your career it's just like the same thing that investors do in any industry where they can just like fuck over businesses of any kind so that makes me sad for those artists yeah that sucks mm. like the arbitrariness of those market forces yeah so does that mean that you have to be bad at first on purpose it means you should make as li uh, just a couple of really good things so that they're worth a lot well, Brad was saying that too, that yeah, there's like uh, there's an incentive to limit the amount of things you make, right? And that it, it's when that's sort of a obviously flawed philosophy. It's like as many people as love your work should be able to have it in a utopic art world. Well, that's why we only allow nine viewers on the Twitch stream. Yeah, exactly to raise all... to raise the value of watching it. And that's why, and that, that's why we make it as choppy as possible, so that every <laughs> morsel you get becomes doubly interesting and funny and refreshing. Yeah. E each Special. each viewer is like a pharmaceutical executive mm -hmm. or like a like a Goldman Sachs um, uh, board uh, chairman of the board or like a warlord in a th in a third world country. The Raisin Man know, Twitch like stream that. functions the same way as the uh, as the Hillary Clinton Zoom call does, where you had to pay twelve hundred dollars to get in on the call. There was like a higher yes. three thousand dollar tier where you could like <laughs> talk on the call. 
Yeah. And that's the people who are watching us. Felipe, what? Just, just to kind of double back on the for a joke for a bit for a second, please. I imagine you're. Please, your by professor. all means, don't have me be in it. Just do it on adult. Talk <laughs> no, 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 no. Help, help me build you this. You should jump Sarah. in, Sarah. Look, if if, if this has yeah. any, if this has any chance of being funny, then we're yeah. we're golden. And if, well, I say, why yeah. did he say your name? I didn't understand. What you said. I know, you'll Sam. See, I know, you'll see Sam. in a second, because it. It's about a thing Felipe was talking about. That's all. All right, but if it's okay. good, we'll bring you in, Sarah. Okay. And then how, how about this? I, I'll set up, I'll set up a joke, and then we can riff on different, Parts different of kind of punchlines. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully so this the is concept like a treasure is, chest. I hope that whatever yeah. this joke is is like a sort of octopus of many arms, and each one like a new option. And I hope it of the comes joke. easy. Yes. Yeah, well, I want funny. a lot, and I don't want to have to work for it. Yes. Yeah. yes okay. Yes, yes. So so Felipe's so Felipe's art teacher. Uh-huh. Our professor is saying to Felipe, he's explaining the the benefits of a red uh, painter who only paints red dots. He goes, Felipe, you only paint red dots. There's some advantages that the artist who only paint red dots has in a capitalist system. Okay, this better but be good. You, you, Felipe, you need to stop painting, and then and then we just need to. We just need to name a thing that Felipe is painting in the bit, and we can just pitch on. We can just pinch on punchlines. He has to stop painting the red dots and paint something else. No, so so like a thing I would have, I, I could imagine him saying is like, so Felipe, you can't, you have to stop painting um, little orcs with with little um with little plasma cannons and and, and big muscly arms, okay. And you need to start painting um, uh, a little, a little more abstractly. Yes, mm. the painter who paints the dots will know something that only they know about the dots. Having said all of that, Felipe, you need to stop drawing Amy from Sonic on every one of your on yeah. every one of your paintings and bringing them to class. It's the same. You're copying off the same how to draw Sonic characters book, and that's all you've been bringing into class. Exactly. Okay, you, I get. I get. What jump in, says. Sarah. What else is you have? Yeah. Um. um All right, Sarah's about to say? riff. Sarah's about to riff. Um, <laughs> um, you have to stop painting. Um, those little, those little cottages mm-hmm. that you see on greeting cards mm-hmm. that are like really quaint, and they have little warm lights, and mm-hmm. it's a little Christmas scene, and they have little ice skaters outside of them stop painting those little cards and, and start painting red dots great i think the stream's f- funny now great <laughs> we killed it if you okay let's imagine that um one of the coke brothers says look i'm gonna bankroll you but you gotta do stand up for you know the coke brothers uh, I don't know if any all your stand up has to be about how good good Coke Industries is and how good our uh lobbying is. Would you do it? Is it mm. only for them, like privately? It won't get broadcast? No, everybody gets to see it. Okay, so would you rather do stand up for the Cokes? And everybody okay. has to see it, and all your jokes have to be about how good all your jokes have to be about how good Coke Industries is. So that's, would you rather do that? Or would you rather, 
touch a piece of metal for one second. Um, I guess I'd rather do the coke, the coke industry stuff. I okay. think it's nice to have uh, art thrives when you have a limitation, you know, a rule. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking too, actually, Sarah. I was, is I was like, I think I would actually come up with some pretty funny jokes about how the coke industry yeah. is good, precisely because. I don't believe that, and because it's such a specific constraint. Yeah. I would probably do the one where I touch the metal for one second. Really? I thought huh. I thought about I was That's like unusual. you know when uh you know when Bloomberg was having people make memes for him? Yes. There was like a moment where I was like, hmm, maybe. Really? I thought I thought I could kind yeah, of I, could, I thought I could kind that. of blow it up from the inside. But I thought about it for two seconds and I was like, you can't blow it up from the inside. I don't think you can. Yeah, I think they made it blow up proof in some way. I mean, um, not they so blew themselves proof. up. They blew themselves yeah. up. I know someone who was paid to do that, but I can't say. <gasps> do I know them? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. So. Yeah. Do I know them? Uh, <laughs> you know them because I've told you about them, but you don't know them. <laughs> you know someone who was making so. memes for Bloomberg? Yeah. <sighs> Ooh. But they, I really, I'm, I can't say anything about. It. They, they had to sign a bunch of NDAs. How do they feel about yeah. it? They're like, oh, it's sort of an unethical thing to do, but I did it, and I think that's interesting. Like some people are really register when they're doing something they think is wrong, but then it's still a choice. It's not just realizing you think something's unethical. It's then also deciding whether or not you care about that. Um, and I don't know. I mean, Felipe said this interesting thing the other day about like why should we as like little individuals have to care so much about like every choice that we make be as ethical as possible when the government just like fucks us so hard all the time and like doesn't give a shit and feels no remorse um is that what is that, was that, that is a pretty good point said? i made huh yeah <laughs> cool point i made um yeah very cynical but it makes sense yes well i think private private capital fucks us through the government but yes yes yeah and Felipe also says the Supreme Court doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens to RBG. He doesn't care. It doesn't feel good. RBG's, RBG's not looking good. She should have retired good. in 2014. She got infected. She got infected. We don't know what. She's infected. The Zerg got to her, right, Sam? Yeah. Right. Yes, Felipe. The Zerg, the Zerg got to her. She's going to be a little Zergling in no time. Yeah, she's mm. covered in the green goo from the Zerg. Mm. Is that going to change the way that she votes on the... Well, it's gonna make her Zerg. <laughs> when the Zerg infect you, you turn Zerg. Famously, famously protectionist of property rights. Yo, imagine if RBG mm. was Zerg. Dang. Because then you'd have conservatives, you'd have liberals, and then you'd have one Zerg Supreme Court justice. Wild card. Everybody's voting yes and no, and she's she's voting for the uh, the overmind. That's also from the sh from the game. Flip, uh, just do like what what would RBG sound like as like a Zerg? If RBG was Zerg, <coughs> yo. She's wow. like she's like writing she's like writing the opposition whatever the op the, the dissenting opinion dissenting opinion yeah. and she opens up and she opens up like a fan uh, like fan thing and she shoots um she shoots um uh green goo poison goo at Sonia Sotomayor 
or mm-hmm. I don't know, Alito is he alive? Uh huh, he's alive. Oh, yeah, she shoots time. poison at Alito. Okay. Dang! Follow and me what, down. Follow and me what down. What would that sound like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow! 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 Look, look, RBG, you just um. I like I you know I you know you're like the most famous person in the Supreme Court, but you can't be, you can't be doing this in the middle of a session. Wow! 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 Mm. RBG, yeah, you have a lot of stands out there, and a lot of little girls really look up to you when you act like that. Too. It's hard for them to picture themselves getting to do and be like what you're doing. <laughs> RBG, you should you should have retired in 2014, and the, the, really the Democrats are in a real bind right now, be, precisely because you decided to stay on through the 2016 election and get that damn book written about you. <laughs> RBG, though, but that being said. People who say that we have to vote for Biden because we have to protect the, the Supreme Court seat that you occupy, that's just a cudgel. It's not a legitimate argument. Nah, it's true. So besides, it besides if RBG was Zerg, I think she'd live longer. So, R- RBG, mm. RBG, is this dubstep? What we're listening to right now is Yeah, I think that's a pretty good bit. RBG uh, being Zerg. That's the Zerg are like a bug-like race. Huh? We still have five listeners. How can that... Uh, I'm one of them. Damn. <laughs> Shouldn't have told me that. I'm one getting, of them, too. I was getting hype on having five listeners. They should come back. We oh, got good... We got a good... Uh, we got a good... Um, it sounds good now, apparently. We're not dropping as many frames. How do you know? I get a little thing that tells me error and then good. And it was good for a while. Now it's back to drop... No, it's good. It's been mostly good. So... Damn, you guys are gorgeous. I gotta say, you guys Thanks, look Sam. pretty hot on the pot on the uh, Twitch pod. Thank yeah. you. Well, I'll take a look. Yeah, you guys look great. It's true. Mm-hmm. You did you decide to stop doing the cartoons because of what happened with the with the blackface in the cartoon on episode one? Oh, can you just explain what you mean though? Because yeah, <laughs> because that leaves Bleeping. me in a kind of complicated place to explain my answer. <laughs> So Felipe came came to the podcast episode one. He came with blackface on, yeah. like, no! and we started performing. Oh, That's not what <laughs> happened. We told him not to not do it. it. That's not what happened. And he said people would know that he was just kidding, and they people didn't know. That's not what happened. And, and he decided to start uh, miming auto felicitation himself. Auto felicitation. Yeah. And we said Felipe. Felipe. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What did we talk about? We said that you couldn't. It. Would you rather think about being a leaf, or would you rather, um, or would you rather do this with your teeth once? I'd rather mm-hmm. do that. The thing with my teeth. Well, I'm gonna surprise you. I'd say I'd, I'd rather do the thing with my teeth as well. Um, yes, that is a surprise. <laughs> no, I would rather think about being a leaf. Huh. Would you rather look to both sides like this, 
or would you rather um blow like this look to both sides blow sarah says blow sam <laughs> i'd rather look i'd like rather look to both sides ah can we all agree on anything it's so annoying. No, I think that's what makes it dynamic, you know? We have different dissenting opinions. We we mm. bring different perspectives. I stopped mm. I stopped showing different the, histories. Sarah, I stopped showing the cartoon because I just figured like what's the point? I mean, certainly because of the blackface, but it was like basically I was showing <laughs> I'll explain what it was. Originally on the stream I had a bunch of images up as we were streaming, including um uh public domain cartoons which i had found betty boop cartoons because i think betty boop's very funny uh you should check out those cartoons are like really surreal and wild so i had betty boop cartoons up and um i guess there's one particular one called Minnie the moocher and it begins with like a really long um performance of the song Minnie the moocher where the performer is in blackface and i didn't realize because i wasn't paying i wasn't watching the stream i was just i had just played it and um the damage was done by the time the damage, was, the damage done. was done the damage People was done we hurt. had we had 3000 viewers and we dropped to 7 yeah in a matter of minutes and we're working yeah. we're working to win back their trust and that means no more cartoons <laughs> for us just still pictures just still photos the safest way you can go because a still photo never changes if you see a still photo of something you can rest assured that in five minutes it'll be the same image with a cartoon all bets are off we look it over very closely cartoons are 24 frames per second at every at every moment they change so you it, at every second there's 24 chances for that cartoon to have an image of blackface and if a cartoon <laughs> is a minute long that's 60 times 24 you're getting into exponentially increasing numbers of possibilities Felipe, when you were in art school, how did you, how did the professors train you to not put blackface in one of those frames? Like every 24 seconds to not add that. They, uh, they, um, so, so Felipe's kind of closing his eyes and sort of reluctantly... <laughs> Reluctantly <laughs> thinking about how to kind of tee you know, up this bit. You know, it's <laughs> funny that you should ask how they did that. Yeah, because there's a really good answer to that. It's, question. it's a little bit like a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Someone, someone putting a big, big, big plate of food on the on your plate on on the table, and you're a little child, and all you want to do is eat dessert. And and I just said, Felipe, you gotta eat your greens first. And the face he's giving me now is the face of a little oh, child who's just been told he has to eat me. his greens first before he eats dessert. Yes, exactly. Aww. Brother, teachers, the professors at art school, they didn't know their ass from their head. And I can guarantee you every single one of them had made a blackface cartoon. And it was up to us. We were on our own. We were educating the teachers. Mm. Mm. It was mm. funny having like visiting animators. I remember we once, I like historically 
I get very nervous when um, when it gets like tense in a classroom, like when there's like a microaggression or something, and someone gets called out or like the class. I mean, I guess that's a regular reaction that everybody has, right? But anytime like someone has said something or they like don't realize that they like put their foot in their mouth or whatever, very very tense. And there was this they my professors had invited this i think he was estonian animator there's like a lot of independent animation in in estonian or in all these like eastern bloc countries i guess i don't know there's funding for it but he's like this very famous maybe romanian maybe i don't know um but anyways all of his all of his a country a country in eastern europe where where the race politics is vastly different than it is okay, in the united states what, no not even race though it was it was uh it was it was the problem was gender all of his animations were about like a woman getting captured or like uh like a big curvy woman i don't know you know strutting around and <laughs> how they always walk yeah and i was watching and i Often in my animation class, I would stand in the back of the class. I think maybe out of like skittishness or something. Like I would just stand, not sit, and I'd be in the back of the class. I, I just got like nervous or something, always, even in other classes. And these movies are showing, and I was like, oh boy. I, was, I mean, they weren't like horrific, you know, but they were like problematic enough that I knew it, it was like people were thinking about it. And and finally he got hit with a question. Student hits him with a question like, "Why? Whatever, you know, the depiction of women in this." And he he had no weapons. He had nothing. It had never even occurred to him. <laughs> he, I mean, well, he couldn't even argue. He didn't couldn't even defend himself because just his whole entire universe had been shifted. I don't think mm. it even occurred to him. And when it was said to him, I don't. Wow. <laughs> That kind of makes me feel sad. Sad for him? <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, not really. If you're teaching something, you should be able to anticipate a question like that. But that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's funny. That Peter said the same thing. My roommate Peter studied in Russia for like a semester or something studying theater. And somebody in the class asked a question about like, why are all the women in these books just like sad housemaids or just like miserable wives like why aren't there more dynamic roles for like women heroines and heroines and the professor was just like oh women in russia don't really care about that so Mm. that's why we don't have women in russia (laughs) they're busy Mm. with other stuff they're like this estonian professor is like look in my country we didn't have television till about eight, nine years ago when the Iron Curtain was lifted. I, I, the first time I saw a hamburger was uh, in the cafeteria down in downtown Providence where you go and eat your lunches every day. Mm. And then the, S, and then the SJ, SJW sat down in shame and silence. I know mm. this poor man decked out in blue jeans and nike sneakers that he was so excited to finally be able to wear listening to michael jackson exactly. and uh, and other american american musical acts exactly he was humming he was humming beat it to himself wearing a little golden chain around his neck for like only on the, uh, scrubbing what 
scrubbing the uranium from off of his from yes. off of his face, which has mm -hmm. a half life of two million years. Uh, just wanted to tell a story that minimalizes women's roles and exactly. Them. And why could exactly share that story? Let him give him some time. He's just he's just discovered the the you know the bounty of capitalism. Give him some time before yeah. he discovers feminism. Exactly. <laughs> First, it's the double qu quarter pounder. He's used. Next, I'll think about it. Go, Sam. He's a, he's used to buying um buying Metallica CDs from from a man uh on on the corner of his his apartment block inside of a trench coat. You know exactly. Like, um, uh, rock and roll and heavy metal CDs. Yeah, a man who finally saw Terminator after only being able to buy bootlegs made made by Russian <laughs> actors finally was able to see the Terminator. And he's getting hit with he's getting hit with these, you know, with like woke culture. Poor guy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sarah, have you ever called someone out in like a classroom on something? Yeah, I I did because I took a lot of creative writing classes. And people are just like wilding out. And, you know, <laughs> yes, 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 that's true. <laughs> that's house. ground zero. Yeah. That's ground zero for that kind of shit. Yeah, and I remember once um, we had a, a girl was going to share her work and she was late that day to class. And before she got there, the professor was like, hey, just so everyone knows, like this girl is going through a really hard time. So let's try to be like supportive and encouraging of her work. But I found her work to be racist, and I didn't want to be supportive or encouraging of that. So I called it out, and she cried, and I really felt very, very bad. <laughs> How'd you call her out? Just I, take us to that moment. Yeah, I think the sentence, uh, gosh, if this is so specific, if she ever heard this, she'd know exactly what I was talking about her, and she's a nice person. Um, she's writing a, a journalistic essay about like a little boy's drumming drumline group in, in West Philadelphia. And, um, and she's white. The sentence... And she's white. Okay. And the sentence was something like, we know when these people become boys, but when do they become black or something? Um, and it was just like positing this idea okay. of, it was just, I guess, be about like blackness and like people being assigned to being black in this way that's like a, a criminalizing thing. Like when did society start to see them as like black a threat or something but just to think that people become black because there are something else before and then they become black it was just like i thought it was like kind of a fucked up way of structuring it and i just pointed that out and was like, i think this is weird uh and then she just like tried to start to respond to what i said and couldn't get any words out of her mouth because she was like choked up on sobs so uh, <laughs> this is the worst day of my Ooh. life i'm having a hard time and i just wanted to <laughs> do my, my racist story and they're not even letting me <laughs> I just want to and be Sarah, racist. Let me be Sarah racist. just kind of dusted her hands off, lit a yeah. cigarette, and then walked out of the classroom. Yeah, her, and I got really pissed another done. day. Um, there was like uh, protesting that was shutting down the streets, and people in the class were complaining that they had trouble getting to class because like, these protesters are fucking everything up. And I was like, "Riot is rioting is the voice of the unheard." Right? What's that Martin Luther King quote? Like, uh, "Who gives a fuck if you couldn't get to?" comparative literature 110 like this couldn't matter less it's it's so annoying um but it makes me think of i had this friend in high school who's the son of our like maryland house you know united states representative 
and he is like brilliant incredible extemporaneous speaker and like knows all of his history and politics really well and he's in a viral video that's like sjw gets owned by a conservative professor and it's like him it has millions of views on it and it's him confronting somebody um at a lecture and he doesn't get owned by that professor but like the professor like fights him in the style of like that jeremy and rajat video and like everyone in the comments is just like this guy's such a fucking idiot and it's so annoying to watch because like in no sense did he get like defeated by the professor but that's just like their spin on you know how they hear it so i felt that's sad for him yeah that's that sucks it was bizarre I, yeah I, I was on turning point usa's instagram page last night and they have a meme that was like how come liberals want you to have a covid id card but they don't want you to have a voter id card <laughs> and i i thought i just thought it was kind of funny because like a lot of it seems like a lot of conservative bo arguments boil down to to like comparing and contrasting things that are just like not even on the same plane of like like how come aoc wants a green new deal but she took an airplane to washington dc yeah and it's like it's like this is the weakest thing to base your like political movement off of wait hold on uh, and hold it on. seems so transparent to hold me on. but i guess a, a baby brain hold on why did she take an airplane if she wants a green new deal because hold on well because i mean like air airplanes are like the f the fastest way to get there Right? I mean... I don't know. It is weird. Why did she take an airplane? Fuck. Mm. Fuck. No. I think they're right. I think... No, guys. <laughs> I think they're right. I mean, it is weird, Sam. You act like it's a joke. It is weird that she would do that. What, if, what if she had sprinted across the she... country and she ran really fast? Like, like... Un impossibly fast she was like i need to go to california for a thing and then she starts running and she's like like anime like goku style she's just like you it's a wide shot of like a desert and just smoke rises and then it zooms in and it's aoc and she's like and she's just running through the desert all the way and um and uh, she like gets on the highway and she's running on the highway and cars are like putting on their blinkers and she's running as fast as the cars and she's like merging mm. and like she's putting her blinker on and she's just running on the highway but like car speed i think it still wouldn't change these people's minds yeah probably even not. to see that something as cool as that yeah wow they're set in their ways yeah it's fucked Turning point U-S-E. The United States of... Uh, hold on. The United States... We got five more minutes and we can... And we can end big. We can end big. Hmm. Sarah, have you ever really been like 
called someone out and or been really mean to someone in a classroom in like a public way that y you didn't regret and you were like that that was good that person deserved it yeah uh fuck probably not i'm not good good at calling people out i start i start to cry myself calling them out i get really like worked up <laughs> hold on <laughs> so it throws off my Did, have you done that sam have you called someone out no i don't think so not in a classroom you felipe i don't I don't think so. I had we're, my... we're really class signaling. All our like sort of more moral conundrums take place in like a seminar. It's true. Small <laughs> seminar classroom. The, the, the upstate New York air, fresh out, outside. You're you're in a small small seminar classroom. Your professor, who you call by their first name, <laughs> asks you a question. That's funny. I used to scream at my brother for like being on his like, Xbox Live and like calling people gay and stuff. I would scream at him to stop. Really? He, it just made him do it more, yeah. <laughs> Don't do that! Like that? <laughs> yeah. No! Yeah, and hit on his back with my fist. Like, stop, stop, stop. It wouldn't stop. <laughs> he just kept calling people gay. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I swear. Stop it. <laughs> And it just made it worse because it just made Tucking it bigger funnier. Yeah. I never called. I, I don't. I don't think I ever like called people out like SJW style. Um, but maybe that I did. I think during like because I went to art school and during crits, I would often be like um, kind of harsh sometimes. Or I, I'm mm, sure I'm, I can easily I'm imagine that. Huh? I can easily imagine. That. Yeah, I'm sure I hurt people's feelings. Um, what can I say? It wasn't as bad as you'd think, but yeah. I remember once telling someone that they made something that was childish, and it was childish, and I said so, but not not <laughs> like so straight up. But I really like I really like hmm. um like couched it. You know, it was really I put a lot of um what do you call it mattress or kind of softened it as much as I could but that's essentially what sure. what I said ultimately have has anyone ever hurt your feelings in a crit like said something about your work that really huh. touched you good question mm. I'm sure mm. I'm sure but I mean I would go I wrote um I had to write an essay about a person like you just for a creative writing class freshman year of college that was just like observe someone you know like a friend or something write an essay about them and I wrote it about this this guy that I had a crush on who became my boyfriend and uh someone in the class was like I can tell that you like have a crush on this person <gasps> you're, you're, and you're like trying not to disclose it but that you obviously do wow. like, <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn. Yeah, they just like <laughs> took out a gun and like pointed it at your head and fucking pulled the trigger right in the middle of the damn class yeah. that's so funny that's so really funny, funny. Yeah. executed wow. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, brutal. Yeah, <laughs> what did the professor do? They're like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, don't do that, everybody. Don't write about a real person. Uh, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> they didn't say shit. The creative writing professors are like the lowest rung, I feel like, of professors. You're right. right. They're yeah. children themselves. They're like just first year of their MFA. Like, they, yeah. they don't know what's going on. Yeah. 
Yes, even the staffed ones are like they're they don't have a PhD. They're usually not any renowned writer of great works. They're just of course, like somebody yeah. just hanging on. Yeah. Don't want yeah. a non writing job. Felipe, no one ever hurt your feelings in crit and said that your work I'm, was annoying. I'm sure. I mean I think the worst thing the what worse what feels worst is when you know you didn't put it as much work as you could have into something. But I think the nature of art school is that like you you never like all of your projects end up feeling rushed so often you don't like have that much um kind of you try to not be invested in stuff i'd have to think about it um i think the stuff that i thought what good i was gonna say she was in a performance art group in college and with like three other uh two women and then one gender non-binary person and they all had um short haircuts and uh someone gave them the credit of like i just can't take work seriously from four people collaborating who have the exact same haircut and like everything's the same about you guys i don't know why you work together um and that that's really funny. pissed her off yeah i was like that's pretty good feedback i mean like if i if you <laughs> see four people exactly the same collaborating together you're like what is this but maybe people feel that way about raisin man podcast all in we're all so different. Yeah. We come from such different backgrounds. Yeah. Have such different points yeah. of view on things. Different, yeah. And and you guys represent the the, the bisexuality spectrum, which I mm-hmm. think is funny. Yeah. Unfortunately, that didn't end up in the last episode. Really? Oh, that was so funny. No. Oh, no. Sam's no. audio. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. Look, we're at the uh, we're at the nine thirty mark, and I think that. We better. We might might as well quit while we're ahead. <laughs> I mean, I this is time to. I think it's time to end. Yeah. No, no I, I think agree. You're right. I think you're right. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Whoever Thank stayed you. on, bless your heart. If you're listening to the podcast and you made it this far, bless your heart. We love you. I love you guys. Love Sarah you too. and Sam, my two ombre friends. You guys both have ombre. Yeah, well, Sam wanted to have his hair the same as mine, so that's why he's, he's like mine. <laughs> I'm going to play the uh, Flintstones dubstep and play us out. Raisin Man Arena.